Hi, my name is Medina Labarkin and I'm from Melbourne, Australia. And I'm the co-founder of Abundance Pray Love Retreats with Abiola. And I'm here today to talk a little bit about myself, who I am, and my thoughts on abundance. So, just to start, uh, I'd like to say a little bit about what I do. So, I am the founder of a parents support group for all types of parents, happily married, divorced, separated, uh, called Parents After Kids on Facebook. And I'm also uh, a creative person. So I have a website called My Creative Therapies and I have a lot of music, um, prints and books on there. I'm a published author and I've also been internationally published as a singer-songwriter. Had a song in an American movie and um, shot a video clip with a wonderful um, international film company and bits and pieces and I'm working on a series of children's books and animations with uh, a company called Delta Music and doing lots of wonderful creative projects basically that's what I love. On top of that I'm a holistic coach and I coach people both through uh, doing sort of practical life coaching skills as well as spiritual healing work and I've had a long history of training in alternative modalities such as being a Reiki master and things like that. So <laughs> a bit of a mouthful and there's probably more too but anyway that gives you a bit of a general idea. So I'm here today to talk about abundance this is a very interesting topic because it means different things to different people. In terms of my history and, and abundance, if you look at abundance in terms of money, my father was um, a young man who was 14. When his father left the house, he shared with his mum and two sisters and his father basically just disappeared so he never saw him again, literally. And he was left with a very strong, obviously, a feeling of abandonment, rejection. You know, he's quite angry about it. But also he was left with a very insecure feeling regarding finances and money. You know, they, they struggled to think how they were going to cope and manage with, you know, the mum being there and the three kids. And they ended up taking a border in the house in terms of um, trying to have additional income. And I left, I, I'm pretty sure that it left a sort of a long-term scar or wounding with my dad where he felt that he was very strongly compelled to earn a good um, amount of money, good income, no matter what, because of that background, because of that childhood. So this led him to be very focused on you know, the physical reality of surviving in the world and earning a good income. So he went and became a chartered accountant. You know, he worked really hard, got good grades and then became an accountant and then became a chartered accountant. He worked his way up to the top as a uh, partner in, in a chartered accountancy firm, a big one, traveled the world and, you know, did really well and had you know, a really good solid income there. 
because this was a major priority in terms of his survival. He had a lot of fear in regards to not having money, so he made this happen for himself and his own family. And then uh, I and my two sisters came into the world and I had a very different take on everything. I, I was obviously very creative and quite spiritually oriented and I guess I wanted to, you know, really individualize and be my own person. And I only realized recently, which is very interesting, that I did this. And, and this is part of the story that, that we all have stories regarding money and regarding abundance. And sometimes they're unconscious. And this one was for me unconscious for quite a long period. But my father because he was so staunchly, you know, money oriented and, you know, having a good job and a good income. And he used to say to me too, when I was younger, he used to say, oh, you know, you'll need to, you know, earn a really good income. You could marry a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. And um, so, you know, the, with that sort of influence and me being very sort of ethereal and spiritual and creative, I was really inclined to be a bit of a rebel and to do the opposite <laughs> of, of what my father was doing. And so I, I just sort of tried different jobs and for, for quite a period of time when I was younger, I never found anything I liked. For me, it was imperative to find a career or work or something that I was passionate about that I felt emotionally connected to. And so I tried different jobs and, and, and money never motivated me whatsoever. However, because of this drifting aspect, you know, I for many years had very little money and I didn't give it any sort of priority because again, in the back of my mind, I think I was rebelling and thinking, well, I'm not really like my father, I'm my own person and I don't need to function in the world in the way that he did. Unfortunately, the consequence of that was that for many years, I had very little money whatsoever. And so I think it's really about striking a happy balance within yourself, you know, finding your own story and not reacting to other people and, and, and reacting to their story. And particularly, you know, members of the family, we tend to do that unconsciously with, with family members. And so then what I've, I discovered was that abundance for me as I evolved and I followed a spiritual path and a spiritual journey, abundance to me meant being full on all levels in life, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. So for me, the goal was very clearly to be abundant on all levels. And, and there was so much programming that society gives us, our culture gives us in regards to if you're a spiritual person and you care about other people and community and you know the things that matter, then you're not going to have too much of a focus on money. However, this tends to be very, very counterproductive. And you know, if we're spiritual people going out into the world with a message and wanting to create a better world, then we need resources behind us. In order to achieve that, we need to be able to create our own solid foundation financially, and then we can do more in the world. We can help more people, not only ourselves, which of course is the first priority, but we can also help so many other people. 
And I think this is a really, really important point. So as, as I developed my own paradigm of what abundance was, which was, you know, having joy in your life, you know, being able to do the things that you love, to be able to see the people that you love, spend time with them, to be able to not be tied to a nine to five job. For me, I'm a bit of a gypsy, I'm a free spirit, and I can't live in a way where I feel restricted or confined. So for me, it's about finding a way to create abundance for myself, which is an expression of my joy. Deepak Chopra calls that Dharma. I think that Deepak Chopra sums up this meaning of Dharma very well in his book called The Spiritual Laws of Success. And let me read a little bit of the section on this to you because I think it says for me that naturally prosperity will will come to you and follow if you are doing the thing that your soul came here to do in the world, your expression of your authentic self, your way to shine in the world that is also related to your joy, that is what Dharma is. And this is how he talks about it. According to the law of Dharma, everyone has a unique talent and a unique way of expressing it. There is something that you can do better than anyone else in the world. And for every unique talent and unique expression of that talent there are also unique needs when these needs are matched with the creative expression of your talent that is the spark that creates affluence expressing your talents to fulfill needs creates unlimited wealth and abundance if you could start right from the, the beginning with this thought you would see that the effect is that sort of self-absorption that we often have, you know, when we're younger. When you start focusing on other people, you naturally seem to also step into a higher level of joy as well. So to me, all these things are really what abundance is. And as I said earlier, abundance can mean different things to different people. And then there are the people that have a lack of clarity about what their purpose is, about what they're here to do in the world. So those are the people that I would encourage when they're striving to locate what their true abundance is, I would encourage them to to have a reminder of going back to when they were a small child or a young child and remembering the joy that they had at that time and what were the things specifically that gave them that joy. This is a really good way of locating what your natural or true essence resonates with. And I think to be able to get clear on your path in life in terms of, you know, what have you experienced in life? Because often what we've experienced is what we've come here to teach and to give the world. So that can also give us a stronger sense of what our purpose is. Because I do believe that when we're on track with our purpose, then we're also on track with our abundance. It took me a long time to be able to get on track with it all. You know, I tried different things for many years, different jobs, and nothing really resonated. But I was curious about the world and I wanted to try different jobs and and experience different things. And I guess that that was really important 
aspect of my learning and my evolution as a soul here on the physical plane. So it was all good. I don't regret anything. Uh, So abundance, very, very good question. I would tell you that if you're still searching after listening to this talk, to be able to sit still, have periods of time when you just sit quietly in silence and you go within because Often in the rush and hurry of everyday life, we're so busy that we forget to really connect to our essence and to our soul and to our foundational core, and we don't know what we're thinking or what we're feeling. So to be able to sit still and have time where you're reconnecting, you know, nature is also a wonderful way to reconnect with our inner self, to spend time alone in nature. So I'd like to finish today with this talk with a very beautiful blessing that I found that I think is a lovely blessing of abundance. And I really hope that you're able to find your true joy and abundance in this lifetime because it is so important. If we leave this world without finding our purpose or being able to create the thing that we came here to do, then I think there is a deep sense of yearning and and an emptiness and a void that we can't really fill and you know maybe next time when we come back we'll have to fill it that time but it's much better of course to do it now while we while we have the opportunity so here is this beautiful blessing i hope you like it in the infinity of life where i am all is perfect whole and complete my unique creative talents and abilities flow through me and are expressed in deeply satisfying ways. There are people out there who are always looking for my services. I am always in demand and can pick and choose what I want to do. I earn good money doing what satisfies me. My work is a joy and a pleasure. All is well in my world. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye.